you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hello, and welcome back to Her Portion Podcast. My name is Hannah Butler, and I am your host for today's episode. If you're new here or a first-time listener, then a huge thank you to you for tuning in today. I am only one of the four women who make up this podcast, and if you come back to listen next week, then you'll get to hear from one of the other ladies. So the way it works is we choose a topic every month, and then each of us will study that topic in scripture, and then we'll share it with you here. So as you can see from the title, this month we are talking about trust. And just hearing that word for some people can bring up very different meanings in their mind. Maybe it brings up not so good memories when you hear the word trust. Maybe you've really been hurt and your trust was broken by someone that you loved. Or maybe it automatically makes you think of trusting in the Lord. We hear trust in the Lord often as a Christian, and that is because God's word is filled with verses about trusting in him. You might hear someone say, I have put my trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that's speaking about salvation. But before we continue talking about this word in our new theme, and we introduce the verse that I believe the Lord would have us to look at for this episode, I want to define trust. It means According to Webster's 1828 Dictionary, to place confidence in, to rely on, a resting of the mind on the integrity or other sound principle of another person. It's important to remember that it means confidence. Someone who is truly confident in the Lord does not display a spirit that is constantly questioning him and his motives or his actions. It displays someone who, even though they may not understand, they are at peace because they have confidence in their God or they have trusted in him. Today, we're going to talk about the peace that comes from trusting, fully trusting in the Lord. Our verse for this episode is Isaiah 26, verse 3. It says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Have you heard this verse before? It seems to be one that is near and dear to quite a few people. So over on my Instagram page, I post a scripture verse every single day on my stories before I do anything else. I've done that ever since I started my account. And whenever this verse has come up, I have always gotten messages about it, always, because this verse has changed many people's lives and it has been a great help in a time of need. I can relate to that because I too have been touched by this verse in a very special way during a hard time in my life. But I want to look a little bit more at that word peace before we talk about trust. So what is peace? Peace is freedom from agitation or disturbance by the passions, as from fear, terror, anger, anxiety. It's quietness of mind, calmness. Now, remember our verse, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Our peace is a direct result of trusting in God. So here are some things that might rob us of our peace. 
First and foremost, any sin that we entertain in our life is going to rob us of peace. When we sin, we choose to push the presence of God away from us. Now, listen, it's not that we've lost our salvation. You cannot lose your salvation, but it's that we choose to step away from God. He alone is true peace. And if you are a sinner, which we all are, then you know what I'm talking about. You know that feeling when you commit a sin that you know is wrong and it just you just feel different. That's because you've chosen to step away from the presence of God. It's not a good feeling. I'm thankful that God's word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The second thing that will rob you of peace is being consumed with the wrong wrong things. Mainly, um, what I was thinking about here was the news. So, I believe wholeheartedly that we should know what's going on in our country so we can pray. But I know personally, from my own experience, that being consumed meaning day in, day out, all day, every little detail of every situation you have to know about it, it's only going to breed fear and confusion in your soul. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of what? It says, peace. 1 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind is a mind that is at peace. That is a mind that comes from God. So you might question, you mean to tell me that when I'm living in constant fear, I'm allowing the devil to get into my mind? And yes, I am. That's not popular today. Uh, People don't like to hear that trusting in God brings peace. Everyone wants a diagnosis for the fear and anxiety they feel. But if we are true Bible believers, if we truly love God and we know what his word says, it speaks for itself. Now listen, I know this is a touchy subject, so I want you to hear me out. I believe Christians can have depression and issues going on, but that and getting into that, that's a very deep subject that could take a lot of time that I don't have for one of these episodes. Um, There's just simply not enough time to address it. But I will say that not every anxiety, every fear, and every ounce of feeling depressed, it is not always a mental health issue. Now, I didn't say that those don't exist, okay? So don't come at me. Pay attention (laughs) to what I said. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But I think it's so important to bring out that just because we, we feel these things, they are not automatically a result of having a mental health issue. And why do I know that? Because God's word gives us an answer for that. God's word gives us a reaction for every action we take. If we consume sin, we're going to reap depression and anxiety. When was the last time you were living in sin that you felt you couldn't overcome? How did you feel? Anxious and depressed, right? If we consume worldliness and we're only watching the news and we are only being consumed with politicians and things like that and not going to God's word, then we are sure to have anxiety. We are sure to have fear. 
We cannot ignore that and just label it. The world loves to ignore God's word and label everything in their own terms. We need to be careful. So when you find yourself scared of everything going on and it's to the point that it's affecting your daily life and your quality of life, then you might just be consumed with the wrong stuff. There's nothing wrong with asking your husband or a family member to keep you up to date with things just so that you can avoid the news altogether or the commentators, whatever it is. Again, it's important to be aware because we are God's people. We're responsible to pray for our country and its leaders, but we can't take it too far. So when you start questioning God and living in fear because of the news or any other media that is working its way to building a stronghold in your life, and that's extremely unhealthy, and that, as we read in those verses, is not from God. Who you follow on social media and in and off of social media affects you a lot more than you realize. Ask yourself, is this person tempting me to draw me away from God? Am I coveting after them? Have I become discontent with my own home and my own life? Have I been tempted by their music? Are they causing me to question my faith and what I believe? If the answer is yes, then they are someone you shouldn't be following. You must guard your heart, as Proverbs 4.23 tells us to do. Draw, drawing away from God is to literally draw away from the source of peace. So let, let's wrap this up and talk about trust. Trusting God or having confidence in God gives us great peace. We have established that, right? So what does that look like, though? What does trusting in God look like? It looks like this resting upon his promises instead of your circumstances. This is huge. It means every time you're tempted to question God or you feel discouraged, you choose, and yes, trusting is a choice. You choose to have confidence in what God has already said. You trust him for tomorrow because he said the things of tomorrow will take care of itself. You trust him financially because he said he would always provide. You trust him for your safety because he said he alone makes you to dwell in safety. You trust him with blank. Fill it in because God has said a whole lot to us in his word that we can trust him for. We can be confident in him for. And that, my friend, is everything. When we are being consumed with the world in any form, not just news outlets, when we are living in unconfessed sin, those are the times that we are most likely not in our Bibles, and the cost of that is deadly. When we are not in his word, we are not being reminded of his promises, and therefore anxiety and fear and depression all start to breed within us because this world is sick and dying and in great need of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not the spiritual death as far as the second death talking about hell, but it's killing that spirit within us instead of allowing it to grow like we talked about last month. We cannot handle what goes on in this world without God's voice. Someone who doesn't know Jesus, they feel all these things consistently and on a daily basis because they have no hope. But a child of God, as a child of God, we have hope and we know what God's word says we should be in it. If you've been living in fear and anxiety, I just want to encourage you again that trusting, putting your confidence in God, which comes from his word, his promises, will bring you true peace. I'm not ignoring that some things need counsel. Some things are much deeper, and I'm not ignoring that. 
but only you and God alone know your heart. Start by taking a look in your own life and ask yourself, am I doing any of these things that would cause me to not trust in the Lord? Is, am I doing anything that's pulling me away from him? And if the answer is yes, then you know what to do. But if the answer is no, then by all means, seek help from your pastor and his wife so that they can guide you. I'm truly thankful that even though the world seems to crumble around us and evil seems to be suffocating at times, that God offers great peace, perfect peace, to those who trust in Him. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.